finally happened. The Arizona Cardinals got completely embarrassed in 2023. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. podcast at locked on a z cards thank you for making locked on cardinals your first listen free and available wherever you get your podcast and on youtube today's episode of locked on cardinals is brought to you by linkedin linkedin jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on nfl that's linkedin.com slash locked on nfl to post your job for free terms and conditions apply so i've talked a lot on this podcast through the 2023 season that the Cardinals have been in contention and competitive for the majority of games they've played for the majority of the quarters in which the games that they've played there was a i mean there was going to be a time where that wasn't the case in that case my friends and extended family at this point you and me was today 27-0, in absolute embarrassment at the hands of the Cleveland Browns. Clayton Toon, as I mentioned, a handful of weeks into Joshua Dobbs starting for the Cardinals, I was wrong. For those that don't know what I was wrong about, I said that Clayton Toon should start over Colt McCoy when Colt McCoy was still on the roster because there was no benefit to starting Colt McCoy when you're completely trying to rebuild. Seeing what the rookie has is a lot more beneficial one way or the other than starting an older gentleman in Colt McCoy. Now, Cardinals obviously cut Colt McCoy, traded for Josh Dobbs, and started Josh Dobbs within two weeks of him being an Arizona Cardinal. I was wrong. With that, Clayton Toon, nor most NFL quarterbacks, had no chance against the Cleveland Browns front and this offensive line that is now down three starters after this game. Will Hernandez left. DJ Humphreys left. Elijah Wilkerson, who started at left guard, was on IR. Hjalti Froholt and rookie Paris Johnson Jr. are the only two that are left. This was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing performance by the Cardinals. But what did you expect? This wasn't due to lack of heart or lack of preparation. This was just a lack of talent against the best front in football. Six sacks, multiple turnovers, zero momentum offensively throughout the game. This is where we're at. Uh, Clayton June had one of the worst stat lines in the history of football, 11 for 20 for 58 yards and two touchdowns. My coined phrase, actually, during the Clayton June should start, um, what word am I looking for? whatever it is, movement, one-man movement that was me, was until he puts in a Nathan Peterman performance, you start him. Well, we got it. And with all reports coming out that Kyler Murray will most likely be activated from the pup list and start in week 10 at home against Atlanta, I guess I was right there until a Nathan Peterman performance 
you make a move, and they're making a move after a Nathan Peterman performance. This was on the bright side, though. A reflection of what could have been a lot more prevalent during the 2023 season for the Cardinals. Just embarrassment. And, it, and there wasn't. The Cardinals were competitive for the majority of games so far up until this point in the 2023 season. And for a roster that looks like this one does, especially, you know, with Buda Baker missing time, James Conner not back from the IR, uh, Jalen Thompson missing time uh, earlier in the season. Could be a lot worse. We could have witnessed a lot more of this, and I expected to witness a lot more of this, especially with who the Cardinals have played up until this point. So this is a moment that will get forgotten almost immediately because Kyler Murray is on his way back. This also should prove to be something that kind of, and you know, before I say this, um, every day who've listened to me for a long time uh, know that I'm not positive just to be positive because I think it's a fool's errand. I think it's treating people not like adults. You talk about something, if it's bad, you talk about it. If it's good, you talk about it. But you don't sugarcoat something just because it sounds nicer coming out of my big dumb face. And I've taken a little bit of a different approach this year because I'm able to. The Cardinals being competitive up until today should not go overlooked. Today has been an exception to the rule and not the rule. And this is a team devoid of defensive talent at the NFL level, save a couple spots. Devoid of a quarterback who should have started it all this year. And kudos to Joshua Dobbs for leading a comeback win in Minnesota five days into his tenure there against the Atlanta Falcons. Good for him. Good for him. And now the Cardinals can pivot. I know it for those that are watching on YouTube and those that don't have, you know, aren't subscribed to YouTube, go search Locked On Arizona Cardinals and just hit the subscribe button, man. Sometimes it's easier to watch. Uh, the third segment I have as it's Kyler Murray time. I'm going to do that with and ask a question. I'll dive more into it on Tuesday. But I pose it on Twitter. It needs to be discussed. And I'll discuss it then. So overall, like, let's go through the numbers here quickly because uh, I don't want to throw up, uh, you know, while recording. I think it'll be, um, you know, not the most aesthetically pleasing. Cardinals had seven first downs, 48 or uh, 58 total yards on 14 drives, 1.2 yards per play, uh, uh, 40 penalties, 40 yards uh, on penalties, three turnovers, and they were on the field for about a third of the game on offense. Scariest environment imaginable. Scariest environment imaginable. And that's why we are here today. Um, little update also, C.J. Stroud led a miraculous comeback with 48 seconds left after Baker Mayfield led a miraculous comeback for Tampa Bay. C.J. Stroud, five touchdown passes, set the rookie record for passing yards in a game and the Texans beat Tampa Bay, which isn't good for the Cardinals either. The Cardinals have had somewhat of a charmed last handful of weeks with them losing and other teams with two wins, three wins winning, and um, that kind of came to a halt today. 
Uh, so all in all, this was the worst day for the Arizona Cardinals in the 2023 season. DJ Humphreys goes down. Will, Will Hernandez goes down. Owen Wilson, Armageddon, scariest environment imaginable. What were some positive takeaways? It's going to be a short segment, but there were a couple. And I want to discuss that with you after this. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. So I have a relationship with LinkedIn that I discuss. I use LinkedIn. I've used LinkedIn for a long time. And with LinkedIn, though, for the other side, say you're an employer and you need to find candidates you want to talk to and make sure that they're qualified and make sure they're good employees. LinkedIn Jobs has you covered. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So you make a free job post, then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. And LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right. So Cardinals lose 27, nothing. This game was a no doubter as we call it in the biz. You don't have to be in the biz to call it a no doubter. That was just, it was, it was an embarrassing performance. Um, by the offense. Now, positive takeaways here. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. Um, positive takeaways. Would it be awkward if I just sat here for seven minutes? Would it be awkward? Could be awkward. Uh, Dante Stills, sixth round pick, has shown flashes this year. And he showed flashes again today. And while the defensive line isn't ne nearly where it needs to be in order for the Cardinals to be competitive defensively, he's been a light bright spot. And I know it's easier because the, the expectations for him are lower than like a Zayvon Collins or BJ Oshilari, because you're white guys like that who have, you know, either a high draft pick been in the league for a couple of years or came over from, you know, and playing the system from Philly last year. And cause you're white with Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rallis. Dante Stills has been a bright spot ish. And they're going to need a whole bunch of other, talented players around him to really elevate him. He can't do it on his own, obviously, but um, bright spot there. And I know, yes, I'm reaching here a little bit. Uh, Buda Baker still hits really hard and is a great open field tackler. We saw two, one of each today where it's like, oh, it's like when you're watching, and I use this example a lot. It's like when you're watching preseason football and there are practice squad players and players who are starting, you know, NFL starters, you're like, oh, NFL star. You can see there's a stark contrast between guys who are struggling to make a roster and guys who've been in the league for a while. And Buda Baker, when he's on the field, you're like, oh, yeah. That's what a good defensive player looks like. And it's nice to see him there. It's nice to see him passionate. It's nice to see him still on the roster. It's nice to see that the heart and soul of this team is still here. And yeah, I'm grasping. I'm not 
you know, trying to pull rainbows out of my keister here. There's not a whole lot of positives to talk about today, but this is one of the segments that I do after game days now. And it needs to be discussed that Buda Baker is invaluable to this team. He's got one year left on his deal after the extension. He's got some incentives, some elevators in his contract for next year. Could be a sticky situation depending on what happens this offseason. But Buda Baker's here. He's still playing hard. And he's incredibly valuable to this organization. And third one, you got to give a nod to special teams a little bit here. You know, you got to give a nod. Greg Dorch had some nice returns. Um, the punting was fine. You know, like these are little things that when you lose Andy Lee, there's going to be a drop off. And, and Greg Dorch returning punts was fine when he got some space. He had some nice chunk returns. And these are little things that while grasping on what's the majority, a lost day for the Cardinals as it comes to positive momentum, little things like that are what stick out. And the third one is, I mean, Paris Johnson Jr. played fine. He's what you want out of a first-round draft pick. Now, we'll see if he moves to the left side if DJ Humphreys misses time. I think it was a foot-ankle that had him out today. I don't know. DJ Humphreys is pretty resilient, pretty sturdy. I know he's missed some time as of late, but if he can't go, are they going to put Kelvin Beecham over there, or are they just going to flip-flop and just make the Paris, Paris Johnson Jr. experience start in Week 10 when Kyler Murray comes back? They don't know. I mean, it's still too early. I'm recording this right after the game. There's a lot of things that need to happen, injury reports, things like that, a full week of practice, vet, you know, uh, sit days probably for DJ Humphreys on Wednesday. But we'll see. There's a, there's a lot that needs to happen before week 10 in Atlanta. But a bright spot is while that front is difficult, difficult to defend, the Cleveland Browns. They knew, and I talked about this with Jeff Lloyd, I talked about this throughout the week of last week, that the left side of the offensive line is where the Cardinals really struggle. And they were just hammering the interior of the offensive line, namely on the left-hand side. It's just not fair. It's just not fair. Shelby Harris, Miles Garrett, it's not fair. And that's why the Browns are able to stay in games, whether it's ugly or otherwise, because that front is so stout. And the Cardinals just ran into an absolute buzzsaw. And Clayton Toon played terribly. It would have been very difficult for many quarterbacks to have any sort of momentum when you have zero time. The wide receivers are getting zero separation. Denzel Ward is a stud. Hollywood Brown, Denzel Ward was into Hollywood Brown's jersey the entirety of that game when they were matched up against each other. They were without Greg Newsom too. You know, like this was just one of those games where it's like, okay, I wish it could be simulated like, NCAA football 2005, when you play so much, you're like, all right, let's just simulate the season so I can go recruit again. That's what you wish today could have been like. It was ugly. The Cardinals played terribly on offense. Defensively, the defense overall didn't play poorly. There were a couple large chunk plays to Amari Cooper. Um, Antonio Hamilton got burned bad. And like... it. 
this is what rock bottom looks like. And it could look, could have looked this entire season a whole hell of a lot worse than it has. This is the first staring in the mirror of this is rock bottom for the Arizona Cardinals today. Luckily, Kyler Murray is set to be activated off the pup list and be ready to go in week 10. Should the Cardinals think about sitting Kyler Murray? This is not clickbait. This is a conversation that needs to be had. And I will start next as we roll on here. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. <sighs> FanDuel. FanDuel's the best. You can score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsman right now. And this is wild. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, more. I mean, they've, they've got you covered for everything. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNFL and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Final segment, Alex Clancy, yuck. This was a yuck box game. I haven't used that in a while. I used that towards the tail end of last season. Um, 27-0. Clayton Toon looked terrible. The offensive line couldn't hold up. Handful of injuries. Um, but on the bright side, this was ripping the Band-Aid off. Kyler Murray will be activated most likely, more than likely, off the pup list where he will be ready to play in Week 10. Now. My question is, and this isn't rhetorical, but I just posed it on Twitter and it was split. You know, should Kyler, should they play him with the offensive line the way that it is? Does it benefit the Cardinals to play Kyler Murray if they know that he's the guy for the future? Now that second part, that clause in, the in that sentence is, that's it. That's a million dollar question. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, Monty Osafort seem to be over the moon about Kyler. Uh, there's unwavering support. And this isn't like, a, yeah, he's our guy. That was, you know, this offseason. It's been, you know, three months saying the same thing. This will be, and obviously longer than that, maybe six months. This will be the first test. Should they sit Kyler Murray with three-fifths of the starting offensive line now injured? No. I mean, it's time. But I pose a question, like, there are a lot of people that say, yes, there's no benefit to starting Kyler Murray. Like, here, here's the deal. And yes, he's making money, okay? Focusing on how much a quarterback makes, especially when he's like the 10th highest paid quarterback at this point. Watch football today and tell me that Kyler Murray isn't a top 12 quarterback in the league. The crap that is being played around the league with backups and starters who are playing like backups should be the only testament you need to realize that the Cardinals have a real one with Kyler Murray. I don't know what people expect. This is the irrationality that comes out of some people's mouths and fingertips because, you know, keyboard warriors. When talking about the coaching staff and how everybody should be fired, Drew Petzing and Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rallis aren't doing their jobs. Monty Osafor doesn't know what he's doing. The irrationality 
spewing out of people's mouths and fingertips baffles me. What do you expect this to look like? What do you expect? Oh, Steve Kyman, Cliff Kingsbury did a better job than this. You know the draft would have been different if Steve Kyman was picking the players, right? You know Kyler Murray hasn't played this year, right? You know the defense is devoid of talent, right? You know that James Conner's been out for the last four weeks, right? The Cardinals were stalemate during this offseason with free agency because they knew that this season wasn't the season. So to think the Cardinals were going to be the Bad News Bears Super Bowl champions this year or anywhere close to winning more than a couple games, it's lunacy. So now with Kyler Murray coming back, after watching the crap box of quarterback play in week nine. You think Kyler Murray's not the guy? Oh, he's making $40 million. You know what? A year from now, he'll probably be the 15th highest quarterback paid. It's not your money. So why do you care? Well, the salary cap. That's why you have to draft well after paying your quarterback. And so far, so bleeping good. So should Kyler Murray start? I mean, should Kyler Murray sit? No. They need like one thing though, because I'll talk pretty much the entirety of Tuesday's show on Kyler Murray. Finally, woo! The one thing that could happen though, this is where it gets weird because the Cardinals uh, look like you know, the worst team in football. We'll see what happens with Carolina. I'm recording before Carolina. Chicago lost. So they're still, you know, they're still in first. The Texans, like, the Texans are going to be a fringe uh, wildcard team, okay? CJ Stroud threw for 450 yards and five touchdowns today. They've got the best young wide receiving core in the league. Dalton Schultz is great. They've got running backs. They've got a good defense. D'Amico Ryan's is a good coach. Like, they're going to forget about that pick. And say Kyler Murray, this is the winnable stretch for the Cardinals. Winnable, contention, whatever. Atlanta, Houston, Rams, and I think it's Chicago. They've got a handful of games here. And say Kyler Murray comes out and plays really well. Uh, Sorry, Steelers. Yeah, they play the Bears in, in week 17. Say Kyler Murray comes out in the next two weeks and the Cardinals win both these games and he looks really good. If that's enough, shut him down. This is the greatest proof of concept necessary. Kyler Murray and Drew Petzing's offense. I've talked about proof of concept this entire time. The competitive nature and closeness of these games before today and save, you know, the 49ers game that I talk about. Proof of concept's there. Now you just got to see Kyler Murray. This is the king proof of concept. If Kyler Murray comes out and throws for 280 and two touchdowns two or three weeks in a row, it's going to be sticky against Atlanta because he hasn't played in a long time. It's going to be rusty. So maybe the next two weeks, Houston and the Rams, and they come out. And Kyler Murray plays really well. And the Cardinals are a field goal away, win a game, something like that, and that's enough. And they go into their bye week, and you want to sit them the rest of the year? I could be open to that if that's enough for what they need to see from Kyler Murray in an effort to say, yep, that's our guy. 
And when they draft second or third overall next year and Marvin Harrison Jr. is on the board, they could take him or say a quarterback, people want to trade him for a quarterback. They could get multiple first round picks to trade down and still probably draft in the top 10 and have Houston's pick. But save that because that's probably not going to happen. They're going to play Kyler when he's healthy. The season starts on Sunday. Buckle up because it's going to be awesome. I'm a 40-year-old man. I just said that in a sentence. I was sent to Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you Tuesday.